What's up, everybody? We're back. We're the High Street Freaks. I'm here with Ryan and DJ. Um, crazy, crazy game, but also like exactly what we expected. You know, I yeah. think we were all kind of we were all kind of on on watch last week. Like this is we're gonna look like dumbasses if if we're this confident and uh, the game does not go the way we expected it to. But it's Wisconsin, so it did. Um, but thank God, you know, Wisconsin th- fans can't can't use headphones. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't hey, use headphones either, so I can't. I can't talk. <laughs> well, like, I always, you guys I... might be listening to the uh, like one of the last ever High Street Freaks without uh, without intro music. Yeah, yeah, we got we got something cooked up. I think maybe maybe even for the the premium version this week. We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll but see. Uh, we're we're working on it. We got some yeah, things so. through. Big things coming. Yeah. Making moves. It only took us like what two months to even <laughs> try to be somewhat professional here. So uh, yeah, it's because we're a Christian podcast. We know good things come to those who wait. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. So um, so All right, so the big I mean, news. The big news is <laughs> this week's game. Uh, C.J. Shroud, Austin Ward are beefing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about this? I, I didn't no, I did not. Uh, no, it's, I'm just joking. They talked about uh, it on their podcast, but uh. Austin was asked some questions after the game and talked about like CJ not having a perfect night and CJ took it as like a criticism instead of just Austin. Austin's point was like he like you know even on his like quote unquote slightly off night where he was sailing throws he threw for like five picks or five touchdowns and uh, you know like missed like four throws but CJ took it as a criticism. Uh, so. That's amazing. We so have, it was, we it have was actually a CJ Shroud beef. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was actually like a super Homer question. Like, oh, you're awesome even on your bad days. And he was like, Yo, why are you talking shit? That's yeah. awesome. That could not be better. God, that'd be better. That's so insecure. Athletes are so insecure. Like, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine like being defensive, but like Austin Ward getting me defensive. as the starting quarterback. And but it was no, a good, no honestly, audience, it was a good question from him. It kind of did help frame the week a little bit. Like CJ was like, you know, missing some throws high, like he did a little bit early last year, and it just didn't matter at all, right? Like he, I mean, the throws he was hitting were out of this world. Like just absolutely blew these guys off the field. It's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. But yeah, you're right. It's like, and it's totally fair because like, I think the that Loki killed them against Oregon last year. And I'm, I'm not going to say that he was the one who lost to Oregon because it was not that. Like, it's just kind of last year more than anything. If he didn't have a good game, like, they were screwed. And so last year, like, he did start. He was, you know, missing receivers high and stuff like that. But, um, you know, obviously they lost that game. And this game, it, you're right, it, it didn't matter at all because eventually, you know, like, in volume of throws, like, he's going to start making some insane throws even if he's missing a few. So, yeah, that, that's actually not a bad take. But other than that... Um, this was, I mean, honestly, like this was this was even more violent than I expected this game to be. Um, I, I tweeted about it like this. This just had like 2014 title game, like Big Ten title game vibes, especially in like that first quarter, where it's just like there's nothing they can do, and like Wisconsin couldn't do anything, and Ohio State couldn't do anything wrong. Like it was just I don't know dominance right from the beginning. Playing Wisconsin needs to work like in Madden. Like if they if they go down 21 points, just end the game, please. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> there's nothing sadder than watching wisconsin try to come back 
from 21 plus. Could you imagine yeah. if we had a run rule where, like, you hit a certain score, you have to see the opposing coach take off his headset and jog across the sideline? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if we actually had that in real life, how fun that would be? It'd uh, be awesome. Just I like, mean, I think 20, 28, 28, 28, uh, 28 would work, yeah. Yeah, imagine the reaction in Urban Meyer's face as he, like, loses, as he goes down 28 nothing to Clemson and he has to jog across the field in the first quarter to go. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> go God. <laughs> he would have probably, like probably would have left on an ambulance. Yeah. When, when we start our own my heart, my heart. League, <laughs> when we start our own college football league, when we get that Saudi money and uh, yeah, start our own. So we're we're, we're working, working on it people. too. We have we have some contacts. Um, yeah. I have a lot of contacts over there. In fact, I, I have been I have been. <laughs> I'll tell you what I have been emailed by several several foreign princes. So I think <laughs> one of these can fund our league. Yeah, but that, that's a great 1993 around the office cool, water cooler joke you just crushed. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I've been watching too much of the office. <laughs> um, but uh, so the Bucks. So, <laughs> so, so the Bucks. So the Bucks. We're probably gonna do this like five times today. Um, yeah, we're. Just, I, you guys I think. Watch the game. How do you guys take it then? So I actually, for the first time, I watched the game at a bar. Okay. I've never, I've never watched a, a Buckeye football game at a bar. I'm usually like a in front of my TV, like at home alone type of person, or at the game. I but I went it. to a bar yeah. this time. It was, it was Lido's. You, you guys ever been there? Oh, oh yeah, I love Lido's. In fact, some of our listeners yeah. are going to love that you said that too. Lido's is a great bar. Do they still have yeah. the, like the little? They had like the little. Uh, what were the eight ounce? Maybe even six ounces. It was like six pack of like six ounce bottles. So easy for like twenty for like twenty five cents. I went. I went to. I went with my wife, who is not a beer drinker, and my um, friend Daniel, who very much is. And the dude comes up and he's like, "Do you want one of these? Like, it's like those bowling alley like tubes." He's like, "It's eighteen dollars, and it's about like it's about eight cores lights." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." And so we we ordered one of those, and then. They have Mikey's late night slice there, and so all, all in all, Mikey's is everywhere these days. All, yeah. all in all, but all in all, it was it was a great it used experience. To be, back in my day, it used to be a big deal. They were at Oddfellows. Nowadays, yeah. any old bum can get a Mikey's off the street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe Biden, America, ringing ringing endorsement <laughs> for um, ringing endorsement for for uh, Lido's. I, I will I will be back. It, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, had a little cool. touchdown fact, bell going. As a matter of fact, I have one of the towers you're talking about. I used to have rather. Uh, really? I saw a Lido's branded uh, one of those beer tubes at a thrift store one time. I was like, "Well, I gotta buy that." I'll, oh my I god! I used for parties all the time. Never That's used incredible. it. Incredible. I think we never used it one time. <laughs> it's like I mean, what, you, just, you're, you have to have it. Late, yeah, when you're in your mid to late twenties, it's like, what occasion am I breaking out a beer tube for? Like, who am I? <laughs> I, think, I think there's this thing too where, where I like drastically overestimate the number of times where I'm gonna have a bunch of people over at my house doing stuff. Uh-huh. It's like yeah, yeah, when on on the, the three times worse. a year where I have you know, the three times a year when I have a ton of people at my house, I, I think I, I would like it to be more often than that. But like yeah, yeah I, I feel I feel that though. Like you get this. I and like you're to like, entertain. I, yeah, I mean I've been yeah. with your guy. Yeah, I mean I've hung out with you guys at parties. Like <laughs> we all enjoy right. it. <laughs> yeah, it's just when you're an adult, it just gets to be like impossible to like set it up because people have yeah. like lives and. In college, it just like happens. But all that to say, I went to Lido's, and that was that was a great place to watch the game. DJ, where'd you watch the game? Probably just from your house. Like, oh, I caught yeah. up with you like an hour before the game, but yeah, I went out went out to the tailgate, uh, good old Dovegate, and then rode my bike home, and I watched it uh, in the comfort of my home on the south side. 
My na- my neighbor my neighbor threw uh him and the gay mafia threw, threw a uh, huge party next door. I saw him today and he, he looked like he got hit by a drone strike. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You all right, Bryce?" He's like, "Yeah." That's, that's Columbus excellence, though, too. Like you, can oh, just, yeah. you walk around Columbus on a Sunday morning, you can tell it's amazing are, that are not from Columbus who just moved there like after college. You know what I mean? Or like normal working adults who are like, "Yeah, yeah let's get brunch." And, you know, everyone who went to Ohio State or loves Ohio State is just like, I'll see you guys at 2 p.m. at the earliest. Like, I got to show I finally went to the uh, Kroger because we have a Kroger right across the street. So we went over there and Stacey, I was like, I had to whip up this little TikTok because I'm a TikTok genius, but I just, you know, I, I only have the <laughs> it voice was a for good TikTok. TikTok. And uh, dude, it was not, it was bonkers, bro. <laughs> like, nobody there. Nobody, not a single person. And even the employees, like I could have, I could have ran out with probably anything. It was crazy. Man. That's wild. Um, I watched it from a wedding. Uh, so I was at, uh, I was at my dear friend, Mike and Kelsey's wedding. Um, they, uh, they timed it up beautifully. So all of the speeches and dances were ending, like I'd say, and food was served like five minutes before the game kicked off. And like, we were all sitting down with our food, uh, as kickoff was happening. Uh, great timing. We were all, you know, eating some food, sitting there, drinking a couple beers, uh, after cocktail hour, watching the bucks, you know, go up to a 28 0 lead. And by the time we were done eating, the game was already out of hand. Uh, so the dance floor was open. Honestly, one of the best executed weddings. In that's the. That, I mean, that's the idea. I mean, that's the idea if they're gonna do it right. The game's yeah. over in like the first quarter, and the, every, yeah. you know, with the, the steam's off. Because I, I know a girl that I might have talked about on this podcast. Like she got married during the Clemson game on New Year's Eve when we were. Oh, on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just completely killed the vibes. Yeah. If, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, it has to be like this is the event of the reception. Like we are all going to watch the game because if you do it the other way, that's like oh the game will be on, but we're really hoping that you don't pay attention to it. It doesn't work. But if you yeah. like turn it into like your reception is a party to watch the game, that's super cool. And like yeah, and we all met know. at Ohio State too. These are all friends yeah. from our freshman year of college. We live in the same dorm together, been friends ever since. Like there were like twenty of us there together. So. Worked out great. Just you crushed. Because I'm not. I'm not an. I'm not a no fall wedding jihadist. Yeah. You, know, get, yeah, you just have to be realistic. A lovely, a lovely time. But yeah, you, exactly. You gotta be. You gotta be realistic because you really don't want. You really don't want to know where the Buckeyes rank <laughs> yeah. compared to you to most of the people in your life. Once yep. you get past, you know, your four, five, six road dogs. Yep. <laughs> the rest yeah. of the list. And even uh, those people are gonna be really pissed that you made them pick in the first place. That's so. what I mean. Like the, all the mind know what the deal is. They know what the score is too. They know like yeah. I wouldn't do that to them. They wouldn't do it to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it worked out great. Obviously, we were all celebrating. We are all pumped up. Um, you know, shout out to Collision Bend Brewing Company in Cleveland, Ohio, right there in the lake. Uh, Bucks, Bucks were on fire. Is it the river? I don't know, it's probably the river, I guess, that I think about it. Who knows? I'm not from there. I'm not from that. <laughs> <laughs> you tried your best. Yeah. Um, no, but, I mean, guys, I guess, I guess DJ, we'll start with you here. Uh, kind of first thoughts in the game, which, I mean, what are your, kind of your, your impressions? Cade Stover. Yeah, is man. the dog. Yeah. I mean, people, they were saying on the broadcast, you know, this is the best uh, tight end prospect that Urban Meyer had ever seen. You know, we're just going to, I mean, like I said on the boards, you know, Aaron Hernandez did not die for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure he's on that level, but, I mean, my God, he has, I mean, he was trying to make up for 100 years. 
Yeah. I mean, every year we're talking about this is the year. This think, is, it's amazing. This is the year, and you uh, think this you was know, uh, this farm boy who like this, played two hundred overs anti-integration game. <laughs> I, I was I was talking about it in a kager though. Like it's hilarious how many times people have written the like is this the year of the tight end article? It's perennial. Like, it's a over the past thing. like fifteen years, whatever. But this is like the one year that nobody wrote about it because they're like, look, who is it gonna be? You know, at least like last year you had like Jeremy Ruckert and stuff like that. It's like, is yeah. it really gonna be Cade Stover, this converted like linebacker? You know, like. And it is. Your, here's, it is. Here's a fun game to play. Who's your least favorite tight end at Ohio State in recent memory? Uh, I I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. Mark, I Marcus Ball. Or... I don't really have any. It's really too many. I mean, Marcus Ball was kind of an underperformer, but he was a, he was like a good poster. I remember him as a good poster. You know, that's what it's for me. If you're gonna underperform on the field, at least at least you know put up some tweets. Oh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't but, know. You know, I mean, Nick Vanette was good. Uh, Hyron got, you know, he was, funny he, too. He, was like, he was with like a porn star at the strip club. Yeah, Hyman, <laughs> yeah that was. <laughs> was great. I love Luke yeah. Farrell. Luke Farrell being my favorite. Jerry Ruckman, my least favorite. Yeah, Just, Luke, Farrell, Luke Farrell's dad ripped my ass one time because it was like oh. some like sleepers pick or whatever, and I picked uh, Houseman. Just you know, it's just one of those. You know, like <laughs> shooting barrel. I got like some seven hundred word diatribe. And to uh, Mr. Farrell's credit, he was absolutely right. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it's uh, it's not just on the internet. He does it in person too. Because uh, I, I was really? covering recruit at the time. Oh yeah, his dad told. And me and Mark Gibbler and a few other guys in person many times. Like, you know, you guys have that ranking. Like, he wasn't like a dick about it, but he was like, you guys have that ranking way wrong. My son's like way better than Jake Houseman. It's not even close. And, uh, I mean, he was right to him. He he had us cooked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Jake Houseman's got to be. I mean, I don't even know if he counts, but he's, I mean, he's is he still in the league? Because I mean, a lot of those guys they go into. I think like Farrell's still in the league. Yeah, like, Farrell is. Yeah. Farrell's for the Jags. But yeah. uh, I remember, uh, well, like. Because it was, I think, the year, my either my senior year or the year after I graduated was when they were freshmen, and uh, I was out drinking like on the short north, but like right by the right by campus, that early, you know, that kind of close part of the short north, and I went to the Canes that was there on 11th uh, after we were out. And I saw Luke Farrell online. He's like, hey, Mr. Donnelly, how you doing? <laughs> like, recognized me from recruiting. <laughs> Meanwhile, both of us are drunk, of course, too. But he was like, yeah, I'm trying to take care of him. And, I, and then he points over. Like, I hadn't seen Jake Houseman's just blacked out out of his mind in the corner, like in his booth, just like trying to keep his head up. And I was like, no, oh, I, think Luke, I think Luke might end up being better. Like, it was a fall weekend, too, by the way. It was like, a, it was the bye week or something like that. But I was like, yeah, I think Luke might end up getting the edge on him. <laughs> there was, there was just, a, a time in... There's a time in Eleven Warriors Slack where like I don't remember what I said, but it was like blatant Jake Houseman shit talk. And I think Dan messaged me privately and was like, You know our interns dating Jake Houseman, right? And I was like, Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, didn't. That's funny. <laughs> like show me the lie though. Like it Yeah. That's really good. It just hit me the last the last tight end I truly I had like really any animosity for and it's because I was in college at the time too. Ryan Hamby for that drop against Texas, oh, yeah. bro. Basically dropped our basically dropped the national championship as far as I'm concerned. Man. And I remember I remember he he got a bunch of hate mail afterwards and stuff. And I mean I definitely I remember I remember 
my friend calling my friend immediately after the game said puked out my window. I was just completely sloppy. And I remember he was on the phone and people were just screaming like fuck Brian like a fucking bum like uh. Unbelievable. I, you know, I feel bad because I mean, that's something, you know, I remember fucking up in gym class. Like, uh, you know, oh, sure, yeah. You know, he's right. going to yeah, I mean, remember that for the rest of his life. But I don't know. Time, I've, I've kind of changed my stance. I used to be like a never criticized the players kind of guy. You know what I mean? But now I'm more like, I don't know, man. Like, there's a lot of perks coming to play in Ohio State football, right? You can't get all the, all the perks and, <laughs> and none of the criticism. Yeah, like. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not toddlers. And especially now, yeah. you know, now the money's kind of like flowing. You know, I mean, it's, it goes with the arena. I mean, if I, you know, if I stepped out there in the slot, you know, you think people would be kind to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> it just kind of goes with the terror. It's like blogging, you know. I think like blogging definitely breaks your brain in many bad ways, but it does. I, I have I've had people screaming at me my, you know, for my opinions online forever. It kind of does. You can't hurt me. Uh, a thing, right? Like I you got called. Hurt me. I got called Great Lakes Clay Travis one time. You're never gonna do better than <laughs> that. Funny. Right? Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. It's like uh, I don't even. Remember. There is something where like somebody called me or said like a mean name to me or something, and somebody was like, "Oh, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." Yeah, what like, do you mean? I wake up. At? <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I wrote, I wrote a skull session that got like 150 comments every day, and probably 10 percent of them were calling me a jackass. So like, yeah, uh, and that's a good day is, so. too. Yeah, right. Yeah, you wake yeah. up and so I, I don't know, but all that to say, um, I, I don't think we really had anything to complain about. Yeah, no, nobody did bad. Right? <laughs> it was good. It, it was good to see Fleming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, uh, he had himself a game. But let's 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 just, the people are waiting for. It. Let's just get into it. We can all agree the route man was the worst receiver on the field for Ohio State. On Saturday, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I mean, but he was the coldest in the style department. He was the coldest. That's I gotta true. give him that. The no, so. sick. That's 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 a hard move. <laughs> they were awesome. Apple, Apple Watch. Apple Watch I think the Apple Watch. I, here's my take on Apple. Apple Watch is a juiceless accessory. People, I agree. People uh, like the Apple Watch because it's it's expensive. It does not look cool. No. no, I don't and, wear and it. It's also, cool. but I thought I, it was like people were shitting on the Apple Watch last night. It's like, God, am I am I that old? Like, do I need to you know go get some New Balances? I, I'll tell you, man, you're about. I mean, New Balance. That's that's how I know you're old because New Balances are cool yeah. right now. Are they? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, <laughs> New Balances are super cool. <laughs> I need yeah, like the, the dad New Balance. I think okay. I think the Apple Watch is about two years away from being the Bluetooth headset of old. I agree. That, that's that's my take too. I, 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 I like it. I like it for bike rides and stuff. So it's how yeah, yeah, it, 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 it has its practical purposes. But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not looking. You know, thinking. I'm but it's not like yeah, it's, it's not, it's not like icy or anything like that. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, thing, if right, you, is, and like, okay, but he was wearing the big one. Like I've got the yeah. four person one. Like he was right. Yeah. Like, but play, play yeah. with the Rolex. You know, if you, if you want to show off the swag, play with the Rolex. That's fine. <laughs> I agree. I mean, your dad can, his dad can afford it, right? Like, yeah. Get a nice watch. Yeah. But I think if you're using the Apple Watch for like actual fitness tracking, it's useful. But if you're doing it for that, like, why don't you save yourself, you know, six hundred dollars and buy a Fitbit? A Fitbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it also, it's also good for, it's good for like if you. So like, my sister's a teacher, and she doesn't want to like have her phone on her, but she wants to be able to like be able to read text messages while she's like at the board teaching or something like that. So it, it has its perks where you can just like connect your phone. But anyway, yeah, I don't know what he was doing with it on the field. Uh, maybe he just needed to make sure his exercise got got a. Uh, um, 
contract or whatever. But trying yeah, his, yeah, trying to close his ranks. Yeah, yeah, uh, count his calories and all that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I knew you were gonna say something after. Uh, no, but after. I, I mean, the receivers play well, obviously, right? Like he he had a good little night, but he had three for forty five. Uh, yeah. I mean, Cade had 451, two touchdowns. Julian had four for 67 in a tutty. Ameka was leading the team, obviously, six for 118 and two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, as you guys know, he is my my dog of the uh, dog of the year. Yeah, uh, Dude, that's what I said in the, the autopsy. I mean, the game was over when uh, he he ran down to the two yard line and then helped the yeah. uh, help number one off the fucking field. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. If they're already picking him up, bro. Like, you already know. Yeah. He, he picked him up like he was some bumped into some old man in the Kroger aisle. You know? <laughs> that's, not, that's not Pacific Northwest niceness. That's, that's what he's got going on up there. But, uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, dude, when you like, – I mean, when JSA – when JSN comes back, well, yeah, when, who, the hell, who the hell is going to be able to cover these guys, brother? Well, no, like, especially when you've like, got – when when Cade Stover is your X factor too, it's like you know you got all these. And the the, the like, designs ah. with, with those like crossing routes they got them. I don't even know if they be crossing routes technically, but those play designs. Oh, they're I mean, awesome! That we the, need the, Patrick. The May, and, and I'll tell you this: Mayhorn's silence on Ryan Day's designs. His scheme. He better be in the scheme standouts this week. Otherwise, yeah. he's on notice. Yeah, we'll let him, we'll, we'll, we'll hold him accountable. We have to do that. I mean, I can, I can dock his paycheck if need be. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, uh, that play uh, in the red zone where they had Stover sell the block uh, yeah. and release. as Also, and the, the subtle part of that, that Bill Landis posted today that I didn't catch, you know, watching drunk at a wedding, uh, is that uh, C.J. Stroud did a really good fake on the QB draw. He tucked it fully in before pulling it back yep. out to pass. Now, to be fair, if you're a Wisconsin defender and you believe C.J. is going to run for a touchdown, you're them. a fool in the first place. It was two of them. Yeah. Two of them. Eight on, uh, yeah. You're, you're not but in the still. film room, brother. If, if, you're, if you're not you, I know you're not right with the Lord in the film room if you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but it was beautifully designed. It was gorgeous, really good. And, and honestly, that's Cade's biggest attribute that's working well for him this season is the way he releases after a block. Like he is really good at engaging and getting out of that block, which is, I mean, in my opinion, that skill that comes from playing defense, right? Like, you have to get, you get taught how to get off a block on defense. That's the, yeah. it's, it's the same functional skill that lets a tight end release. Um, so I think really good on his part. That's where he's excelling. Um, yeah, also, how about Chop, man? Yeah, right. Can we just acknowledge I, I, he's running back one? Like, what are we doing I, messing around? It's, it's, it seems crazy to say. Yeah, it feels like disrespectful, but it's. Yeah. I mean, it's really not. Yeah, I think. I think I, if it was a is... blind taste test, you know, if it was just a blind taste test, names removed, and you watch the game, you're going, I, you're going chop. I feel you have like. to. Yeah, you have to. I, I think. I think the the thing is that like he's proven on like a down like every down basis, his average carry is going to be probably better. I still think Travion, there's stuff that he can do. He's a home run hitter. Um, you know, he'll make plays that I don't think anybody else can. But, like, you're right, on just, like, a down-by-down basis. Like, it's like Mayan Williams is, like, your everyday driver car. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And I'm, I'm yeah. less worried about the depth, too, now. Yeah. Because either of those guys, I think you're going to be all right. Well, depth across the board, too, because I remember even heading into this game, um, we all kind of said, you know, the only way that Wisconsin – is going to be able to be in this game is if Ohio State has like stacked injuries, you know, if like a mm-hmm. few guys don't play, like multiple guys. And I mean, uh, <laughs> coming out, neither neither corner and JSN sat. Like it was kind of like it was the recipe for for disaster. And 
depth across the board turned out completely fine. Yeah. Um, I, I was really, really quick. hundred percent depth was okay. I mean, I was definitely worried about corner, like you said, but, but really quick, just to jump back into that running back conversation. Uh, what we said about chop being the average carry guy, I think is a hundred percent true, right? Like he, that's his biggest skill set at this point is I don't believe he's had a single rush longer than 25 yards. I think he's only had like two that were 20 yeah. or longer. Uh, but at this point, he's still averaging what? It's over seven yards a carry at this point. Yeah, he's averaging 7.2 yards per carry on 300, uh, 308 yards total. It's almost no Carlos Hyde. Yeah, yeah. Just he doesn't really break anything huge. Yeah, he will just consistently get yards. And and uh, we've talked about it on a uh, on flipping the field, but. You know how like a really good defensive end knows how to get a tackle like off balance so he can get into his hip and, and knock mm-hmm. him off. You know what I mean? That's almost yeah. how Mayan runs, where he like gets you wrong footed and he can like launch his weight into you because he knows he's not going to beat you with speed to the outside, right? Yeah. But if he if he can get into your hip pocket and drive you forward for like two three yards, it's going to make his runs a lot better. That's what he does well, so effectively. I also think there's a different mentality too because like on some level, Travion Henderson is looking to hit that home run because that's what he does. Yeah. You know, like he's he wants to get to the second level and he wants to finish it. Like he wants that sixty yard run. Mayan Williams has shown like no interest in doing that, and yeah. so every every down is to get seven yards to get 10 yards. It's not to get 40, 50. He's not trying to get to the second level. He's not trying to make a safety miss. Right. He's trying to get to the safety, put his shoulder down and get three more on top of it. And so it's just a completely different mentality running. And I think that lends itself more to like, you know, a rhythm and like developing your offense and stuff yeah. like that. And I don't think that means that there's not a place for Travion because there's going to be times this season where he hits like a 70 or 60 yard touchdown run and it's going to be super cool. Yeah. But it's going to be awesome. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm glad they're both on the team. But I, I think there is something to the Mayan Williams is like your everyday back. Right. And, and honestly, if you want to think about it, like what are the odds of a Travion home run hit as opposed to an explosive play in the passing game for Ohio State, right? I'd right. say the passing yeah. game's a lot higher. And if you are Ryan Day, you're thinking when are our best times to call shot plays? It's when we're in like second and third, you know, second and three to go, second and two. And the guy who gets you to that is Maya Williams. Because the guy who can right. the guy who can pick up uh seven yards on first down and who can pick up two or three yards on third down when you need it is both the answer to that are Maya Williams. So yeah. he's the guy you want in there because he can set you up for the bigger shot plays on in the passing game. And I don't know. I think he's I, I know his carries have not reflected it, but to me at this point, uh he's emerging as as the top running back in the team. And it's a trade's been good. I'm not saying trade's a, a bum or anything like that. But his vision's not consistent enough, right? Like he, I think he like picks the wrong time to bounce, wrong time to cut inside. I don't yeah. think he has the feel for it. The mind does. Mine's just a natural running back. Yeah, um, I, and I think I think some of it too is just like he looks like a true sophomore running the ball. Sometimes, like he looks like a true mm-hmm. sophomore with all the talent in the world. And on some level, I think you even saw that with Zeke a little bit in his career. Like on some level, you just need to be able to realize what this is and that you're not going to hit a home run every down and you sometimes just need to give what the defense gives you. And, and maybe that'll come with reps and stuff like that. And I, I think it's, it's a great problem to have because like, I, I mean, it's, I, we're not having this conversation because Travion's been a bum. We're having this conversation because Mayan Williams has been awesome. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. How about Tommy Eichenberg, uh, you know, him and Dover teaming up it's... to launch it's, it's white boy autumn. <laughs> yeah. And t- Tommy Eichenberg, man, like, it, it, it seems feels like surreal. Game. It's amazing. It, like w- w- this was this might have been his best game of the season, and he shot out of a cannon. It's amazing. Play. It like it, it like makes me gasp every time. It just it doesn't. Has, it, sense. I, it doesn't has anybody like asked player. him what what he thinks the difference is this year? Guys on trend or something. I don't know. He's on he's on D ball. I don't know what he's doing. 
Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, the obvious answer would be a change in coaching, but I mean, he's playing just like a different, complete player almost yeah. in everything, like in every area. Because even last year when he was like moving downhill, he wasn't moving like that. Like he wasn't right. driving at the ball like that. He wasn't that explosive. Uh, Man, he must have got away from Mick on the offseason and got somewhere else, I assume. Just, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been talking about it a lot, but like it, I feel like a ton of it just really is scheme because with Jim Knowles' scheme, he's allowed to just play downhill and know that he's like he doesn't have responsibility to contain anything. He's not like the oh shit option or anything. Um, he's yeah. just there to explode and disrupt the play in the backfield, and he's really be, been able to thrive that way. The way that like the linebackers were responsible in last year's defense, he almost had to play on his heels the entire time because he was reacting to what he saw instead of like getting to a spot and disrupting the defense. So, if if there's anything different, like it's it's just got to be scheme. But like he's still, and I don't know, it's wild. He looks like a different player at the same time. Like it, last year, he looked like he was yeah. running with cement in his shoes sometimes. And, Man, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's, I mean, good on him. Like, it's, it's incredible. And I believe right now, I, I checked the stats this morning, uh, he is doubling up uh, all but two players on the defense and tackles uh, so far in the year. Like, he's not just leading the team. He is, like, uh, he's a mile ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Um, dude's it's a wild. dog. He's a dog. Um, Cody Simon's going to catch him, though. Could be. Could be. I mean, DJ, also, I think, I think we have to officially put your boy Herc on pack watch. Uh, I'm worried. Yeah, he's clearly he's he's clearly like the fourth linebacker at best, and it seems like Sonny's coming for that. But it could be a, I mean, it could be a secret weapon. They, they could be saving him for the playoffs. Yeah, that kick return was tough. That was tough. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's just an easy question. I blame it on Parker Fleming. Honestly, but that bone was probably Fleming, a concession stand. Man, what is, if you're Parker Fleming, like, first of all, we all know he shouldn't have a job. We all agree on this. He should be on the street. But uh, why, if you're Parker Fleming and you have, like, 19 five-star players on, on offense and the backups on your team, are you trotting a linebacker out there as your kick returner? What gets in your head, dude? It's amazing. What's wrong with him? Uh, he's, yeah, I, 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 mean, a, I mean, he's only been a linebacker for one year. So, you know, maybe and maybe it's just kind of like they see what he can do in practice and they just that's the best, you know, a low risk high reward, but it's really not low risk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if once once uh, JSN is back and fully healthy, they might put a Mecca out there. Just because how effective so he too. was last year. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean that's been kind of an adventure anyway, too. A Mecca in the punk game's been tough, but in the kick return game, he's always been solid. <laughs> When's, when's the last time Ohio State's had somebody back as, as a punt returner that you didn't like lose your mind and like Philly hold Brown. your breath every time? And even Philly Brown had that big fumble in the Orange Bowl. Off he did in the, in the Orange but Bowl. But I trusted him 99% of the time. Like that was yeah. uncharacteristic to me. It like it, it seems like for years, whoever's been K, back there KJ for the punt Hill game. was dependable, right? But he just wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He just kind so of That's the question it. is like, what, what trade off do you want of like risk versus reward? And I think with our offense, they've opted uh, for. They've opted for no risk and just. Bradley Roby was kind of nice on his day. Damn, I forgot about he returned. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. God, he might have been the fucking. Was he the last guy to return kickoff? Who's the last guy to return Jordan kickoff? Hall. Jordan, Jordan Hall. Yeah, that's a name. That's how you know we're, mm. we're we're in too deep. Is that me and Kevin had that right off the dome immediately? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. Was, I think it was against Purdue too. Yeah, that's a good trivia question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just uh, right up. That was sad. That was sad. Yeah. We should have at least um, like built in a delay there a little bit, but no. 
I also thought another player set up in defense there, Michael Mike Hall again. Uh, there was a rep that I want to say Colton Denning posted. Someone on the internet posted it. Of uh, whatever Wisconsin did, they fucked up their their blocking alignment. So Mike Hall got a free pass rush against a running back. The running back was only very cool against them. He absolutely knocked the kid on his ass. Then he cleaned it up. So someone else got the sack. But uh, yeah, Graham Mertz is running for his life. Um, yeah. on a few of those plays, he was. Yeah. He was I was not really impressed with him. That, that no, I don't atrocious, think I was, yeah. <laughs> atrocious ball to that uh, yeah. McAllister. I mean, McAllister had a hell of a game too. That return was great as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, he looked dynamic with the ball in his hands, bringing it back. But yep. he's been good. He's. Been, I, I'll say, yeah. I was. Uh, I was. I, I was kind of on the fence that we shouldn't take him. I thought he was kind of just a guy they were bringing in because he knew the system and not an actually good player. I was wrong. He's a dog. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. And like, Josh yeah, Brown, I, I think even knowing, I think even if he was just knowing the system, I think he, that's you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, worth you it. you pay coaches for that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. I, I think there is something to have somebody who's that familiar, like that veteran presence on the on the field too. I mean, you even saw in the first game when he was like helping Josh Parker get lined up. It's obviously not where you want to be, but if you need something yeah. on the field, so. But I mean, even just outside of that that interception, there was a play a few games or a few plays later. Maybe it was right before the half or something um, that he made a great great play in coverage too to like basically saved a touchdown. So um, yeah, I don't know. No, he, he was he, he he played really well. He, he's played he's made a couple plays. It's just like he just does his job. He doesn't, you know. I, I think last against Wisconsin was really the first I've seen him make like plays plays. But he's always just like there. He always knows his assignment like. Just a, a very, very Jordan Fuller esque. Just like knowing what's going on and not really having to think, and you're never worried that he's going to be out of position or anything like that. And it's super, super nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, man, I thought Josh Proctor played well in the secondary. Uh, yeah, the young. Yeah, he had some nice plays in coverage. Yeah, the young corners were pretty good too. I mean, it helps them that, of course, that. Uh, Either no receivers or a bad, a bad quarterback against them, but they look pretty yeah. good. Uh, I mean, that, that's that confidence booster. That, yeah, there was that one ball that Graham Merch just missed long that would have been a wide open touchdown for Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen, I think, beat, I don't know if it was JK or Jair, I think it was JK. Uh, and the safety help was not there. And if, if Graham Merch knows how to throw a football, uh, that's an easy six for Wisconsin early. But, you know, you, you got to get lucky sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, I, I thought they played well. That was definitely the when I saw Burke and Brown were both going to be out. That was definitely my uh, little the the most nervous I got of probably a game this year. But I don't know. It ended up being totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was easy. <laughs> right, <laughs> just do right. it every week. And also, what, we, Go ahead. What, what the hell was was the purpose of having Kirk Herbstreet's son up in there, not wearing a microphone, just letting his yeah, dad? That, was, that weird. was like weird as hell. Like I his dad was that. speaking I... for him. Yeah, like they had some mute child, like charity child up there. And like, yeah, Kirk was like talking him, like talking for him. And it was like, it, it was just weird because uh, Fowler was asking the kid questions, but he didn't have a microphone. So then Kirk would have so to, like, to like, oh, and it was like, what the hell? Like, what? It, it felt like, remember when Eminem was in the booth and he was like, oh, uh, either yeah, acting was... like he was on drugs or like clearly tripping on shrooms or something. Yeah. Like, 
it felt like that scenario. <laughs> what the hell is a curse? Like, why do they have him in the booth? Yeah. Kid needed some attention or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you just had to do something in the. That was like the fourth quarter of the game. It's like, yeah, that's funny. Maybe Herb Street oh, go other, up his, there. his other kids on the team, right? He's yeah, and then he, yeah, and then he got his little Rudy treatment at the end too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, besides that, I guess I'm just happy they played a really complete football game. I know Wisconsin scored twice late, but like that game was totally out of like totally in hand very early. Just just they they held it that way the whole time. Um, the O line was fantastic, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Ron, you know, yeah, like, moving. I think the one like missed noticeable miss block that I saw uh, was Donovan Jackson whiffed uh, at the goal line, uh, but it was the play that Mayan Williams scored a touchdown from the line anyway. So we, we scored on that play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was a missed huh. block and they still got in because uh, because Paris and Matt Jones just cleared some bodies. Um, but those guys were playing really really well. I mean, they were holes all night. Um, man, everything worked. Play design was great. Play calling was great. Um, Braylon oh, Allen actually actually had a really good game. Shockingly, yeah, a lot of a lot yeah. of empty. I mean, yards, it was, right? but it was it like was. the quietest 165 yards I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah, I mean, I just, he, I mean, I he's that, a dog. That that run was impressive. Yeah, yeah. As Patrick, I just went back and looked on our podcast. If you just if you filter out the garbage time yardage, I bet that would look a lot different. I think so too. But I I just went back because I. I mean, it felt like Ohio State contained him the entire game, and then I just went back and looked at the yards and was like, oh, good God, like 165, 7.2 yards per carry. Like, that's not the game that I watched, but I guess. And, I mean, the, to his credit, I mean, there's been, a lot of, there's been a lot of Wisconsin running backs that haven't even put up, the, uh, up those kind of stats in garbage time. Right. Yeah, like Melvin Gordon. They were yeah, Gordon. Plants. Yeah. yeah, 70-something. Never forget when, when Ryan Shazier – Denied him the uh, the record-setting touchdown at the goal line by forcing yeah. that goal, and then they showed the, they panned to the crowd. His parents were just stunned. Uh, <laughs> I love whenever was, I was that Gordon or Monty Ball. That was Gordon, right? Maybe it was. Monty. Uh, I, I think, think it was Monty Ball. It's not the right time. There was that right, fumble. Right? It was that fumble that was 2012. They're all the same. It's yeah, a, it's yeah, like yeah. Wisconsin quarterbacks and Wisconsin running backs are all the same, but running backs in a good way. So and that, that was probably the best game of like. The urban and day era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you think so? That wait, the twenty twelve uh, Wisconsin game. I mean, am I? Mean, I, mean, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that play being pretty pivotal. But I've done. It was a huge game. Yeah, I mean, a huge play in twenty twelve. Uh, that Purdue game in twenty twelve was amazing. That there uh, were the a lot of weird games, games in twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah. That was my freshman year of college. Uh, yeah, that Michigan game State went to game OT too. in 21-14 in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I yeah. was in uh, Madison. I love college football. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, how about the anything around the Big Ten catch your guys' eye this weekend? Uh, I don't Michigan, think I'm Michigan, uh, Michigan didn't, you know, they didn't yeah. handle they didn't their business. Clean. No, Blake Corum's a dog, but the rest of that team, I mean, J.J. McCarthy is who I thought he was. Yeah. JJ McCarthy struggles at the part where you ask him to throw the ball, which is a yeah, problem. He when... he, he's, a, he's the classic aiming the football quarterback, right? Yeah. Like he's always throwing it where the receiver was, um, not where they're or at. Or, like, I, he was. He, and when he was throwing deep balls, he was missing like 20 yards downfield. Like, yeah. It just. Yeah, none, none of it was good. There's nothing. I mean, it. I remember the, the big deal uh, when Kyle McCord and. 
uh, JJ McCarthy were both coming out of high school and Ryan Day chose McCord when McCarthy like really wanted to come to that's right. fine it's great great decision I'm, I'm, I'm at peace well, with yeah. that well yeah as you know I'm still a bit of a McCord hater but I'm, I'm okay with it I don't like McCarthy yeah but I'd, I'd, I'd take him over McCarthy after seeing yeah, that so well. I tend to agree how about Minnesota's fucking rolling this year yeah I'm I still don't buy it. I still don't buy it. I'm a a PJ Fleck hater. I'm skeptical, but here's the thing. The best case scenario for the Big Ten is that they, like, look at how easy their schedule is coming up, right? Like, the rest of the year, their schedule, they get Purdue at home, then a bye week at Illinois, at Penn State. That's two in one stretch, right? Like, worst case. Uh, They get Rutgers at home at Nebraska versus Northwestern. At that point in Good time, God. The, season, Penn, the Big Ten West sucks. They should be eight and one going into the final, yeah. or nine and one to going into the final two weeks of the season when they get Iowa at home and Wisconsin on the road. Is there a, like a, they could go eleven and one? But that's uh, I would love it. I would love to kick. I would love to kick the hell out of. Yeah, please, let's get a new team in there. Right, yeah, as long as it's not Wisconsin. Yeah. That they would be my pick. I mean, yeah. I sure as hell don't want to play Wisconsin again. I'm not. Uh, I'm not ruling them out beating Bert. Penn State either. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think my I guess my read is that I think the top three teams in the East are probably just two touchdowns better than anybody in the West. But Penn State loves to lose a stupid game like that. That's their yeah. favorite thing to do. With yeah, them. they do. It's awesome. And yeah, if you get Franklin, awesome. you get Franklin in the game tight. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Believe, you know, he's gonna fumble something. White, I believe that's the whiteout game, though. It is. Yeah. Ooh, it is. That's that's different gravy. Yeah, and they don't. And Kirk Soraka used to coach at Penn State too. He he, they just came back to Minnesota this year. So it might be a little bad blood. I don't know. <laughs> Used to say. Used to but, say. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Michigan struggled a little bit. Minnesota looked great. Uh, Northwestern lost. Georgia. Northwestern. Jesus. Yeah. Georgia really struggled. I mean, there were some great games on Saturday. Like that Clemson Wake Forest game was awesome. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, uh, Kansas State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma got. They lost. Yeah, they got got. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Texas got got. Uh, Tennessee survived against Florida. That was a pretty good game. Um. Who, who else played? Oregon, uh, Oregon State almost knocked off USC. They yeah, covered, they though. Have if, if their quarterback didn't throw four picks. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was exactly what we were talking about. Like, they had the right game plan and everything. It's just, just couldn't can do they, it. Do they have the team to do it? So, yeah. the blueprint is out on USC. It's been the same. It's just crazy. I mean, Lincoln Riley is like, the, you know, the quarterback guru, Lincoln Riley. Can't teach a guy how to throw against his own. You know, learn <laughs> just how to throw against his own. Couldn't pick anything up. Well, well, the the other thing is like he's had this is Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler, so like all of the other guys who he's had have been transfers. So yeah. maybe maybe the guy actually isn't that good of a quarterbacks coach. He he's just has the offense color. that like yeah. a finished a finished product can come in and thrive. But like he hasn't none of his Heisman candidates are you know he hasn't coached any of them. Like he didn't he sure. didn't like develop any of them. So. And and it seems like they just progressively get worse. Like Spencer Rattler, he got worse. He he got worse. When, he still is. He's, don't yeah. don't count him out. He can keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, right. And if I got like if I got that kind of money guaranteed in the contract, and I was living in not in L.A., I'm like <laughs> you're done, right? Yeah. Like, that guy just went from Oklahoma to L.A. <laughs> he, you know, like got he could, focusing it a lot was probably a lot easier. Out yeah. there, yeah. Did you guys watch any of that Arkansas A and M game? I did that not. was crazy. Did you see, what yeah. So, so Kevin, if you didn't see this, uh, the two plays that shaped the game for them, Arkansas uh, almost scored a touchdown. They were inside Texas A M's like five yard line. Uh, they had a lateral that ended up in a fumble, which was recovered by Texas A and M. As the Texas A and M defender was being tackled, 
he handed the ball off to the defender who returned it all the way back for a touchdown. I it was like a 95-yard fumble return touchdown. And then Arkansas still had a chance to win the game, and in the final seconds they kicked a field goal, and it bounced off the top of the upright. Uh, no way. Yeah, which I've never that's seen before. Wild. I've never seen that in my life. Um, but that's yeah. So uh, man, that's if you if that kid just kicks a little bit a little bit higher, he's all right. But yeah. I was thinking that how do they rule that? Like, if a ball was to hit the upright and it rolled directly over the bar and in, but like oh, not even not even in, oh, just, just right over, over the top the upright bar. What happens? I, that, I feel like that they, it would just be a guess, but I feel like that would qualify, right? Like, cause it just the post wouldn't they just extend up like through the air? The, yeah, but, then, but then the, the question is like, is it uh, inside the post or is, uh, like, is it? I'm sure they're just they'd be guessing. They probably say it's in because they don't want to be wrong. But has did you ever review field goals? Like, can they do that? I have seen it. I have seen it done. Okay. But there's no way you're going to get a better angle than the refs that are right under the poles. Yeah. So, like, you I don't. need the pole cam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they yeah. don't have one. Well, I know these like LED be... lights make it really easy. It's like the same thing with the first down. Like line, a laser? Right? Yeah. Just shoot a laser in the air? Yeah, it should, right. it's not that hard. The laser hits the ball, it's in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I... So, but the, I know that this has been, this is not like a new thing. Um, if you look back at like old football videos, the uprights are way shorter, and they actually like there's there was like league legislation change to make the uprights higher because there yeah. were a few kicks that um, went above the uprights that it was controversial or whatever. What if we had so, some kind of tripwire system where anytime a ball crossed the plane, it resulted in the ball exploding? That'd be kind of a fun little. Yeah, maybe like confetti or something like to celebrate. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how they don't have just like microchips in the ball in the first. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't really get it either. I mean, we still have well, uh, the chain system. There was that game earlier this year where uh, I think it was South Carolina was playing, and they brought the chains out and they they measured it, and the ball was clearly short of the final chain, and they still ruled it a first down. Their players were losing their minds. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like look at it. <laughs> Dude, that uh, happened against the Brown Steelers, and there's some rule where, like, I, there's some bullshit rule that the exact scenario happened in a Brown Steelers game, and it was clearly short, and they rolled it forward, and there was some. Maybe rule. it's only the chain link itself, and not the pole. Yeah, right yeah, I think it's just the chain link and not like the pole. Oh, that's interesting. Huh? I just, uh, I just think it's wild that, like, and I understand that it's a different thing when there's like players bodies and stuff involved and covering things and stuff but like if you guys watch tennis and seen how accurate they can get with these hawkeye cameras down to like the fraction of an inch like like you're like a fraction of a millimeter away from this line and they can get it accurately and say like within seconds whether it's in or out and football is still using chains like come on it's nuts man i I think my theory in this is they obviously could fix it they wanted to i think they like it i think they like how the drama of the chains that's my opinion um, that's I, think so I, I think so too. I think so. It increases the length of the game, baby. Yeah, that's right. More advertising dollars. Um, but you could also do the, you know, uh, Raytheon laser sponsored by Raytheon. Uh, <laughs> 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 to measure the first downs. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Um, I don't think I had any other game thoughts. Right, we just roll. This was an easy. Like it's when the game is this dominant, it's almost like. Yeah, boys played great. Like, you know, the usual players yeah. look good. <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, the wildest part is, like, we're having this conversation, and they were out, like, 
multiple starters, you know? Yeah. You know, and I maybe mean, the best player Alabama, on the team. Alabama and Georgia, I mean, that first week, you know, they, Alabama looked like they were going to walk through the title. Georgia was still Georgia. But, I mean, Ohio State's like kind of the only team in the top three that hasn't looked like – I mean, we really haven't looked like ass. I, yeah. Notre Dame – I mean, Notre Dame, depending on how you want to judge it, but, I mean, that's the first game of the season. But, I mean, ever we've been rolling. Yeah. Sure. Well, I – I think I think I don't want to get too much on the. I, I hate talking too much about polls, but like Ohio State should have way more first place votes than it currently does. Well, they they made up you a know? lot of ground on Bama this week, right? They they they're now tied with Bama for first place votes. I'm cool if you if you have Georgia first after the way they dismantled Oregon. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I, yeah, I, I can't blame anyone for that opinion. I was it's I was just more upset. Like there's no there's no reason why Ohio State should be behind Alabama at this point. Yeah, after I agree. What we've seen from Alabama multiple right. times. Come on. Come on. Yeah, Bama shit on Vandy, but like, who cares about that? Yeah, uh, not me. I don't know. Um, I guess I, I guess the other thing too is like, we don't necessarily have a chance to. Uh, we don't really have a great chance to improve that like opinion for the next few weeks either, right? I mean, Rutgers come out this weekend. Michigan God. State just lost all the shine off. They got their ass by Minnesota. So I just didn't play a real team until Halloween and Penn State again. And like, Penn State better not fuck up. I'll say that those, those bumps better not lose before we see them. Yeah, yeah, that's hundred percent. I I can't. I need I need at least one. I don't know. It's uh, wild. I was kind. Of, I was looking at this schedule before the season, and I was thinking like I was counting all the top twenty-five games, and I was thinking like, ah, uh, you know, you'll have Wisconsin, you'll have Michigan State, probably Iowa, probably, um, and now all those teams are just trash. So we're just yeah. looking at Penn State to <laughs> give us something interesting. I put that call, that first down call in the Browns Steelers game is from 2009. Love how I can yeah. love how I can instantly place that. But yeah, it's the head yeah. referee explaining uh, why it appeared to not be a first down. See, that's what you can't remember, what, can't remember what I can't remember what I had for lunch today, but I can place a Browns <laughs> loss that happened 13 years ago. I think we I think we talked about it, but I mean that is like. This specific, like we're we are like gonna choose to like you know lose memories of our friends and loved ones in our brains who yeah. call these football football you know, instances, uh, and that's the way it should be if you really care about your team. Uh, if you're not giving your brain space to your team and you're doing it for loved ones instead, you don't care enough about the sport. Yeah, that, that's fair. If, if you, I, if could, you I could live without the Rutgers game on the roller deck, so I, I already know yeah. what that porno is going to look Make room like. on the DVR, yeah. Do you guys remember Greg, you G- Greg Schiano gang-banged on the casting couch? <laughs> I'll tell you guys. <laughs> God damn it. I'll be, watching, uh, I'll be watching next week's games in Los Angeles, and I cannot wait to wake up at 9 a.m. Okay, Mr. Globetrotter over here. Wow. CEO's wow. paid wow. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm seeing a couple of friends of the pod. Uh, yeah. You can get them a little... to, to guest. Guest appearance. Yeah, we do a business meeting. Uh, yeah. We have uh, DJ. You know Alexa from the from the chat from the communist chat as your, your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's a Michigan. She's a Michigan State fan. We'll get her on. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, easy. Any boys? <laughs> Hey, yeah. Any anybody have anybody have any thoughts that they need to get out there on on Rutgers really quick? Oh, you you were absolutely right on the, the CJ Stroud pick, except it, it was his fault. Oh, it was his fault. Yeah, yeah. But I, I yeah. figured this, it was he was due. But I mean, he's he still, was due. He's, he's balling out. What are his stats this year so far? I'm gonna check this out. I think pretty um, good. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty good. Though he is uh, 
Oh, God damn. He's currently averaging 10.9 yards on the tap at 70% completion. 16 touchdowns to one pick. Fucking yeah. Animal. That, that doesn't do so, a game. It's better than you think it is. You love that. I think yeah. this week for Rutgers, I'm going to get in the film room. I'm going to watch like a season of Sopranos between now and the game week. Just to, you know, <laughs> so, get, get my mind in the New Jersey we should, mindset. We should, uh, we can pay on the, if you guys want uh, on the company card. It'd be a good time to do uh, a review of uh, a review of PJ's Grill in the in the history of the fat sandwiches in a Jersey trip. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys want to go to yeah. PJ's? I'm down. <laughs> I'll go to PJ's. We'll do it live well, from PJ's. I won't be in Columbus, but I'll Venmo you guys from the card, uh, and, uh, and and you guys can go out to uh, go out to lunch or dinner at PJ's something like that, and, and write a history about the write an article about the history of it. Oh yeah, I'll be down. I'd be down. All right. You, you, you know what we didn't do? What's that? Oh, my Same God. <laughs> oh, we, oh, fuck. I don't feel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. We, I actually we're going to have to edit this one in. <laughs> me, me and DJ yeah, I mean, I'm wearing mine. Here, I'm wearing mine. You know, I'm wearing mine. I'm yeah. wearing Bengals stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Kevin's, Kevin's been fully nude this whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you wear wearing clothes, it'd be home field. I had a roommate in Montana, and he said the ugliest sight in the world is a dude just wearing a shirt and socks. <laughs> nothing else. The Winnie the Pooh. That's funny. No, but uh, there's that. a great thing is if you if you want to do the Winnie the Pooh with a beautiful home field T-shirt, uh, you can buy it on homefieldapparel.com, and you can use the code Meet at Midfield to get 15 percent off your first order. Um, we've had listeners, you know, buying clothes to themselves, their wives, uh, girlfriends, mistresses, paramours, <laughs> um, all kinds of people. Concubines. Concubines. <laughs> Courtesans, ladies of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Business associates. <laughs> uh, massage therapists, all kinds of people. Um, there's lots of options out there. So pick yourself a home field apparel t-shirt. Um, wear it with whatever you want. Just socks, your whole outfit. Uh, you can wear it to Kroger. You can wear it to your couch. You can wear it to Lido's bar. Uh, you can wear it to my friend's wedding if you want to. Uh, there was a guy who showed up, by the way, who was just someone's boyfriend, I guess, who showed up like two hours late wearing a flannel and a Buckeye hat. And I was like, that's, I love that's that. a dog right there. I yeah. thought you were going to say like a Braxton Miller jersey. I wish. Uh, he didn't talk to anyone the whole night except his girlfriend. Didn't make eye contact with anybody that I could see. Uh, so just good. Walked. Yeah, shut up the money two hours late. That rules. God damn, we gotta get better about these ad reads. Someone's gotta, we gotta set a timer on our phone or something to do the ad read. <laughs> we'll just, yeah. We just need to do them at the start. We just need to do it at the start. Yeah, and also we, we should mention too, if you guys are still listening to this, subscribe to meetamidfield.com. It's our website. <laughs> it's, uh, we host. We have a uh, website, get, yeah. Yeah, you can get 10% off the website right now with the code extra uh, if you wanna sign up. Uh, extra, 10% off. Uh, meet at midfield, you know, go Bucks. Uh, we're sorry. We're, We're sorry. sorry. Been, yeah. Any any strong? I mean, I know it's not the preview show yet, but you guys got any ice cold lock predictions early week for Rutgers? Anything you want to th- you want to put on the board after my CJ Stroud prophecy? <sighs> Rutgers is really bad, aren't they? Like we're scoring I, seventy. Their defense. We're is scoring good. seventy. What, what is good though? What is good though? Yeah. I don't think we're hanging seventy on. I think they have a better. They have as good of a defense as Wisconsin <laughs> does. Okay, but do you don't think we could have scored seventy on Wisconsin? We definitely could have, but I don't know. We're, we're hanging seventy <laughs> on them. Rockers is, is JSN bomb. playing. Here's my prediction: is Rutgers doesn't score. Ooh, 
I like that one. We should, we should get, the last we should get, the, out. We should get that big. biker 2019 that Shiano hit. On the biker that Shiano hit, and we should put him on the side lots. Oh, yeah, the, I, like I thought that. you were going to get him on the preview. Oh, podcast. we can get him on the podcast, too. Yeah. Uh, Is he still him. alive? Did he kill that guy? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I think that guy is very serious. We can get into that on the preview episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll find her out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have takes. I don't have takes. But, yeah. uh, let's let's yeah. just make it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, well, I'll come up with a. Premium. Um, yeah. Here's a take. There's only like the only there's. I mean, we keep looking for a fourth good team in the country. It might just be three of us. It might just be yeah. Georgia, Ohio State. Yeah, well, that just mean, Michigan's a fraud. That means that means that that number one spot. It's the same thing as uh, um, 2019. It, it was year, yeah, yeah, that too. But I, I, like 2019, when it was very clear that it was LSU, uh, Clemson, and Ohio State, and then that fourth team just happened to be Oklahoma, and everybody knew whichever team drew Oklahoma was just going to boat race them in the first first yeah. round, and then those other two teams were going to beat each other up, and that's exactly what happened. You know, I, I think LSU was probably the best of those three teams regardless, but like right. whoever whoever won that game between Ohio State and Clemson had no shot after that cakewalk. Yeah, it's a much harder path, yeah. yeah. So I that, am, that just uh, means then we got to get that first, that, that uh, number one seed, it means something. I mean, by the way, Bama... We're putting them on notice whenever ten, they go to they go to Neyland to play Tennessee in a couple weeks. Uh, just keep your eye on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tennessee is looking froggy. They are looking real froggy. Hendon Hooker is a dog. He is a better version of Bryce Young. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is just don't keep my eyes is, open. Is he, he a dark horse Heisman candidate? Man, I think so. He went for 461 total yards and five touchdowns this past week. And another you know, guy, a Heisman candidate is Jalen Daniels from Kansas. That yeah. I could see that. I got, I got one more too. Michael Penix Jr. Oh yeah, he's leading the country in passing yards right now. And yeah, and he has he has twelve touchdowns in one pick. Yeah, he's hit three hundred yards in every single game. Man, uh, it's crazy that Drake May for North Carolina uh, has more yards than C.J. Stroud, the same number of touchdowns, same number of picks. Isn't that crazy? Oh. I mean, he's Crazy. he's he's a fraud. Uh, I mean, that, and that that's why Day's leaving them in so long, right? Like this is clear. <laughs> has to be. Right. It has, that's the only thing that it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I think it has to be that, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, CJ's got he's the best quarterback in the country, right? No one else is close. No. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, boys, let's wrap this thing up. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a- We'll uh, we'll let people get out of here and, and we'll yeah. uh, buy a shirt. Have to write in. We just George Georgia just got uh, Georgia Tech just fired Jeff Collins, so I got to write a big board on that. So you guys will read that and meet at midfield. You want to know who we're gonna hire? Urban uh, Meyer. Yeah, it's Urban Meyer. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see. We'll see our paying customers on on Thursday. Uh, DJ, you want to sign us off? Go Bucks! Michigan sucks, and help is on the way. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.